Have you been missing our weekly kitchen meditations? Me too. Don't worry, they'll be back in September. Until then, I want to share a fun little project I'm working on this summer called Veggie Takes. It's a VeggieTales rewatch podcast through the eyes of food scholars, theologians, and modern-day parents. We're treating it as the original form of edible theology, if you will. If you're a fan of kitchen meditations in search of some laughter and nostalgia this summer, you won't want to miss it. Here's the little snippet. Head on over and subscribe to Veggie Takes so you don't miss an episode. Hi, kids, and welcome to Veggie Takes. I'm Kendall Vanderslice. And I'm Kate Watson. The world's been really scary recently, so we're here to talk about Big Ideas 1993 VeggieTales debut, Where's God When I'm Scared? Before we dive in, I would love to tell you a little bit about how this project started. I'm the founder of the Edible Theology Project, an educational media ministry helping folks understand the ways that food and religion shape their identity. Since the world feels pretty heavy right now, I thought it would be fun to spend the summer looking back at the original form of edible theology, VeggieTales. So I called up my friend Kate and asked her to join me on this vegetable endeavor. I'm Kate, a copywriter and freelance journalist and forever a pastor's daughter. For the past three years, I've been working on a book of essays about what faith, belief, and class mean in the context of communities and churches. I also have a newsletter project that I call I Think About CCM A Lot. It's a series of musings and analysis on Christian subculture from the 90s. I even have three kids, all under the age of eight, so I've been thinking a lot about the ways to share the Bible with them in ways that are, let's say, less traumatizing. (laughs) So over the next 10 weeks, we will rewatch our top 10 episodes, bringing on some food and Bible experts to help break down the sweet, the silly, and the just plain strange behind this evangelical classic. All along, we'll be asking the question, how do you teach the Bible to children in a way that's honest and that grounds them for the beautiful and heartbreaking journey of faith? ahead. We're really excited to talk about VeggieTales with you today, and I just can't wait to dig in and revisit this whole thing, because it is a thing. (laughs) It is. It is. So, Kate, what is your favorite VeggieTales episode or, like, VeggieTales memory? (laughs) Okay, so in my house, we were a Rack Shack and Benny family. Yes. My brother's name is Benjamin. So we would watch that episode over and over and we would sing that song about the bunny to him, I guess, because his name was Benny (laughs) and there was a bunny and there was just a lot of like over, you know, how things just become like a meme in your own household and like you have your own language. (laughs) Um, So we would sing the songs from that to him because I was of the age where I was probably 11 or 12 when VeggieTales like entered the zeitgeist of Mm -hmm. the Christian culture. I wasn't like a little kid, but my brother was a little kid. Um, So just experiencing all of the episodes I saw with him and with my younger sister, I remember thinking for the first time, it was the the show that like I got the subtext that was supposed to be for adults while I was also yeah. young enough to sort of like enjoy it as a kid. Um, 
Um, and I remember thinking it was so cool that there was something that was Christian that also had this sort of like side eye looking directly <laughs> at the camera, like breaking the fourth wall sense of humor. And in that way, I think it was something groundbreaking like that. That is true that it was something really new. What about you? What was your yeah. favorite tales memory? So we, I mean, I was a little bit younger than you, I think, when they started coming out. And so I was in like early elementary school and my, um, at my church, we had like, we had children's church every Sunday and our pastor, our children's pastor was Pastor Charlie and he wore overalls every single Sunday to church. Um, and every time a new VeggieTales was released, like that was what we did for children's church was we watched the VeggieTales. And so I like hardly have a memory of watching VeggieTales. I'm sure I watched them at my parents, uh, like at friends' houses. I know the one VHS that we owned was Madam Blueberry. Um, but mostly I remember just like, being so excited on the Sundays when a new one was coming out because it meant that instead of a children's church lesson, we were watching Veggie Tales. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I guess I feel like maybe a couple people listening will relate to having like the two or three VHS that was like, you only had the two or three episodes on VHS. And those were the episodes that you just watched them so yes. many times that eventually the VHS like kind of stopped working. <laughs> Yes, we did have that. Was, so Madam Blueberry was the only VHS we had, but we had one cassette tape and one CD of the Silly Songs. And we oh, listened to those endlessly. Oh, yeah. We we listened to those endlessly in the car. And my mom loved them. Like, I just remember her cracking up and thinking they were so hilarious. Well, it. I mean, they were. Your mom they was were. Great. They were. <laughs> They're great. They're great. I actually started listening to them in the car last week with a friend. And I was like... <laughs> We're dying, and I, I remembered every single word. I was shocked at like some of the like the lip song where it gets really intense. I still remembered every single word of it, which is <laughs> I like don't know how deep that memory that memory runs. Um, I don't know if I could just like pull the words up if I wasn't also listening to it, but definitely did a sing along there. <laughs> did you watch these like at home or at church, or what was your relationship to church like growing up? It was mostly. We would watch, well, since I was a pastor's daughter, anything we had, the church also had. So, you know, sometimes we would watch a VeggieTales a bunch of times and then just give it to the church and it would be the churches and then we would bring it home again. And, you know, that kind of fluid relationship with the VeggieTales recordings. Um, for a while, my younger sister, who is um, close to being nonverbal, she was really into VeggieTales. And my parents had this minivan with like a DVD player in the minivan. Do you remember mm -hmm. those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it was like the only DVD they would let my sister bring was, um, I think, the rumor weed one. And mm -hmm. it, I mean, it was just like, it was incredible. It would be like a three hour road trip and we would watch it six times. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know that one well. <laughs> uh, and then arrive at the destination and then bring it back, bring it back to church on the way back. And here you go back to the church library. Um, but to answer your question about church, you know, my relationship to church was very much like not understanding church as a separate entity from my home, like my home life and my church life. There was there was no division between the two and my family and my church family. That was just one thing as well. Um, but I wouldn't say like 
to say those things like doesn't even underscore the point that it was like a small church and it was almost like a church plant and it was non-denominational and like a not very churched culture in New York City um, before September 11th. So it was just, yeah, it, it was intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could have just said it was a very intense relationship. <laughs> I feel like though it's, a, it's an interesting like confluence for you where it um, like, I don't know, it like primed you to both like be deeply it, like, I don't know, deeply immersed in sort of evangelical subculture, but then also like really not in it in the way that like a suburban kid in a suburban mega church or like larger evangelical church has been in it, you know? So I feel like it just like shapes the way that you sort of respond to and engage with um I don't know, evangelical subculture, at least in my yeah, experience you know of hearing That's you. like a funny, that's a funny thing that you bring up because I never had someone to talk to Veggie Tales or any of that stuff about. And I think that's why it like still lingers in my imagination a little bit because I didn't have like a friend to talk ab- the, about these things with. Like it was very much like just mine or yeah, like I'm, yeah. I was the only person, like it, it was almost like these things, these artifacts were made like just for me and like just for my family, like in my little weird um, desert away from the rest of the evangelicals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which it turns yeah. out, I guess I'm glad I was in it. I guess I'm glad <laughs> I was there. <laughs> oh man. But, so I guess pastor Charlie was a whole thing. Pastor was Charlie a was a whole thing. Yeah. That was a vibe. That was a vibe. I mean, I had, so church very similarly, I'm not a pastor's kid, but my dad was a pastor's kid. And so we, you know, also grew up very immersed in church Um and like our church community was our like life community. Um, you know, those were the people like our church friends were our parents' friends and they were us as kids' friends. And me and my siblings had mostly like most of our friends were all siblings too. So it's just kind of like always we went to a church with many large families. So lots of, um, you know, large families all hanging out together. And so like, yeah, church subculture and our own life outside of church were all very, very intertwined um, and yeah, overlapping with so one another. So fun, though, right? It was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I mean, I think my experience was overall pretty positive. We did, like, we did move several times growing up. So when I think of Veggie Tales, I, like, I think of specifically this one church, North Highlands Bible Church, which is in Dallas, where we attended sort of from when I was in kindergarten until I was in middle school. Um, and I think that's sort of the stretch of time when most of, I was, like, actually looking at the, at the years that most of these episodes came out and um it was sort of in that stretch of time so we did move after that middle school and high school we lived in st louis and you know i've moved around several times since but that is sort of like the church that i think of like associate with veggie tales and with my experience sort of of um evangelical culture upbringing wow that's weird how veggie tales kind of like time stamps it or maybe bookends it yeah, it kind of does. It was it was really strange actually. As I was like planning which episodes we were going to cover, um, I was like reading through of it through them, and I there were a bunch that I had like never heard of or couldn't like didn't think I'd ever seen. Um, and then when I went and looked at like the order at which all episodes came out, it was like exactly sort of the time frame that I would have been in like children's church at this church. Like those were the episodes I remembered, and anything else that came out after, I don't think I ever saw. Isn't that weird? <laughs> so those are the ones we're covering. <laughs> well, I feel like you chose like the OGs. Like you chose yeah, like, I think so. very much the canon of VeggieTales. That that was my that was my goal. I think that's what we're covering here. 
So what most excites you about rewatching VeggieTales? Well, I guess actually, wait, first, when was the last time you watched VeggieTales? Has it been, um, for me, it's probably been like 20 years. Has it been that long for you? <laughs> well, I've seen like snippets with my children. I know that um, my parents have turned on a couple episodes with my kids when, um, back when we lived um, in close proximity to my parents. I think my mom would sometimes turn on episodes for them, um, but they don't seem to have like a strong recollection of those episodes. And I think what she was playing for them was like clip shows mm-hmm. or like um, the silly song roundups. Like there, there was one DVD that was just like a music video compilation that my oh, sister yeah. really like loved. Like the silly songs she, with Larry or the yeah. silly songs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I have tried to recently, I think, when I was telling them some Bible story, I tried to show them like a clip on YouTube to get them to understand the Bible story. And it had the opposite effect. They were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Why is David a pickle? Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, Goliath the pickle. I don't yeah, remember which it is. We'll find are out. Are we soon. having a Bible time or are we watching YouTube? Like what? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I would say it's been a long time since I've like really sat with the material and gave it any any more than like a passing thought. What about you? You're yeah, saying like years and years. I mean, I don't think I've seen an episode since like elementary school, middle school, maybe. I think it's probably, I think it was probably like 2000 ish was the last time I saw one. Oh man. So I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be really a treat. excited. It's going to be It so is. Good. It is. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I was shocked when like those songs came back because they're, they're, if they're in there, they're, they're deep, deep in there. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited to like, both sort of have that like nostalgic like oh man this this thing really shaped me like I do think like I haven't watched him in probably 20 years but I do remember when I was in seminary in like um you know in one of my old testament exams that like as I was trying to remember sort of something for a final I remember like pulling back veggie tales like tellings of the bible story um and I don't know if that was a I don't know if that was great or not. So I guess that's part of what I'm like excited and a little worried (laughs) to see of like, you know, how are these stories portrayed? Are they accurate? Like as someone who now like has a degree in theology, do I, do I still sort of think it's a good way to teach the Bible or is it, I don't know. Is there, is there some potential harm there? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited to hear your thoughts on these things. I mean, I'm honestly, I think that's what I'm the most excited for because somewhere like deep in the seed of VeggieTales is food theology. Like it is, it is is the original edible theology. (laughs) Maybe in a way, like it might've been your first encounter with like edible theology. Like it's, yeah, I am just really fascinated to see how, I mean, Clearly, when they produce these episodes, they're thinking like it's better than a flannel graph, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. been it had been 30 or 40 years since the Sunday school retelling of Bible stories had been updated. Like it was due for an update. And that's the one we got. And in a way, I think it was like a little bit um, it felt so like cutting edge and like ahead of its time. And so now I'm interested to see as we look back on it, like okay, was it, was it really, like, was it really yeah. as innovative as it felt at the moment? And like you said, like theology wise, like, did they take too many poetic liberties or like did the, and that's something that's always interesting when we think about the ways we learn to understand the Bible, right? Like, because nobody can perfectly translate the Bible to a child and like, 
you know, where did they mess up? Where could they have done better? Like, who are we to say they could have done better? Like, I'm just very interested in those sorts of questions. Yeah, yeah, same, same. Uh, So I don't have kids. um, So I, you know, I'm not like, I I think about how do we communicate to kids and, you know, a a lot lot of my like work with edible theology is, you know, I'm thinking about how food allows us like sitting around at the table together allows us to better communicate with one another and share our own stories and understand sort of the story of God's work in the world. So I'm thinking a lot about sort of food and storytelling in my regular work, um, although not necessarily thinking about actual vegetables telling stories. Um, and so like it is very clear to me in my work that there's something about food that like allows us to sort of tell stories and communicate more thoroughly. But I'm not often thinking about like communicating with children. And so, um, you know, I care a lot about teaching children well, but I'm also like not teaching my own children Bible stories and not, you know, hearing their own sort of questions and how do we contend with some really hard stories in scripture? How do we contend with some really like hard things that happen in life and um, what our response might be? you know, what, what hope we might be able to find sort of in our faith. And um, I don't know. So I'm, I'm super excited to hear your input as you are actively thinking about like, how do I, how do I respond to my kids? <laughs> and also hearing your kids input as they watch VeggieTales with us. Yeah. I'm really excited to see how my kids react to it. Sort of, I'm going to try to present it to them in the form that I, that it was presented to me, like the episodic, like let's sit down and do it. This is our family Bible time. Ask me any questions if you have some after. Um, and we'll just kind of see where it goes from there. And my kids tend to be um, a little more astute than I am and a little um, more thoughtful than I am ever prepared for them to be, um, which I don't (laughs) think is like a unique experience in in parenting. But um, just since they've only just started their church journey and only just started Sunday school, like we purposely didn't enroll them in a lot of um, church programming as children because we wanted them to discover it when they had a little more agency. Um, I don't know if that was the right call or not. It's just what we felt like we had to do. But anyway, I feel like it's the perfect time for them to experience something like this, even if it's just like a little bit of an experiment. And I hope that I will, out of this project, like find better ways to talk about the Bible with them, because that is something I, I feel like, you know, we don't necessarily have the equipment, like whatever the case may be, like in the in the VeggieTales era, we were all hoping, okay, you know, we have these new forms of media to talk to our kids about the Bible. And then in the end, like some of those things didn't turn out to be as effective or as sincere or, you know, some of them were even harmful. So um, yeah, good old fashioned talking to my kids about the Bible, still figuring it out. <laughs> Love it. Well, I'm super excited to uh, go on this journey experiment with you and your kids. yes me too me too and now without further ado let's dive in this is where's god when i'm scared like what you hear subscribe to veggie takes so you can hear the full episode today